listening to the SLCC podcast series What's on the Agenda. Each episode brings you content created especially for clerks. The shows include question and answer sessions with sector experts, special guests and much more. Learn more about our podcasts by visiting us at slcc.co.uk slash podcasts. Welcome back everybody to another podcast from the SLCC's 50th National Conference and I am pleased to be joined by Catherine Brown who is the national sponsor and Catherine you're here to talk about does your council care about the environment so I'm going to ask you do councils care about the environment Catherine good morning good morning um not quite yet I think would be my answer they have mostly signed up to a climate emergency plan but the honest answer is a lot of them don't know what that means. And Blasher as a company, are a commercial company that can hope, hopefully help some of them answer some of those questions because we are the only company in the world that can offer them eco-responsible Christmas lighting. And I never thought I'd be stood in front of anybody saying that our company can provide them with festive lighting made from recycled plastic bottles. It's amazing. Um, but So the answer to the question is that they think they know they have to do something. They just don't quite know how to do it yet. So that's an interesting point. Now, Shelley, we were talking to a couple of gentlemen yesterday, weren't we? Yes. They said exactly the same thing. They declared a climate emergency. They either thought that was all they needed to do, was I've declared my climate emergency, I'm done. They didn't know done. what to do next. And they didn't know what to do next. No. There was no next. To them, it was... What do we do? So that, you know, what you're saying, um, Catherine, with the you can help with the, well, this is a next stage that you can take. And Christmas lights, you know, most towns have them, don't they? It's, it's very, very popular. They do. And it's that time of year where you bring your community together and councils, you know, play the lead in that. I, I was a clerk. I know exactly what they go through at Christmas. Yeah, we used to have a huge switch on event and... I mean, this year, due to the, the current situation there is with electricity and not, we've only had one customer that I'm aware of that has said, oh, no, we can't possibly do Christmas lights. And they have been ripped to pieces for even considering not doing it. It's such an important part of the year. And, you know, unfortunately, in the world we live in, there are deprived families who don't get to celebrate Christmas in their houses. And that's the only time they get to be part of that celebration and, and it's is much wider than that because businesses expect to see them there because it brings people into the town to spend so their money does. at Christmas it time. It really, really does. And it's most places where they have a, a formal switch on, the businesses will stay open because they know they've got a guaranteed audience. And it, it is, it's a huge part for a very small cost. And if we can now make that environmentally friendly, then... What's not to love? Exactly. This was, again, you know, other to- a similar vein. You know, sustainability has, has come up quite often in conversations we've been having. You know, the model that you're, you're promoting with these environmentally friendly um, installations that you can do that have a, a much lower climate impact in, in, in how they're powered, how they're, how they're produced, how they're installed, how they're used. 
is that sustainability? And this is one of the, you know, the topic of the national this year is climate change and covering the varying parts of it. You know, and obviously from, you know, Blachet's um, perspective, you're making massive inroads into that market. And as you say, you are the global leader. Yeah, we, 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 we think we're at least seven years ahead of our competitors. And the reality is they're not going to be catching up anytime soon because we've spent a lot of money to get to where we are. But we're still continue fifty percent. Yeah, you haven't our, stopped, have yeah, you? We haven't stopped. Fifty percent of our budget research and development budget still goes into trying to improve on you know, we haven't got to where Christmas lighting companies would like to be with solar power, for example. We get asked that at every conference we go to. It's available at the moment. Any company with a conscience would never sell it to people because guess what? In the UK, we don't get enough sunlight. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's just not going to work. But it, it is available. But why would we do that to customers? So, you know, from an environmentally responsible company, of course, that's where we want to get to. But the technology's not there yet because we haven't got the. No, it's, it's not a practical it's solution not a practical yet, solution, is it? Solution, no, and as you said, you know, for solar-powered crystal Christmas lights, you know, <laughs> there are some challenges with there that. There are. You, you get an hour's worth of power for every hour of sunlight. Mm, December in the UK, that doesn't bode well, does it? It's, it's, it's not, not just Christmas lights, though, is it? You you do offer no, and and I think that's part of the joy of me joining the company, having been a clerk. Because I obviously know how councils' budgets work. So I know that if they've got a Christmas lighting budget, they can only spend it on Christmas lights. However, they will normally have an events budget, which they can spend on other things. So I did then speak to the the powers that be, and we now have a summer range on the back of that. Because those that do events during the summer, we can now give them beautiful pieces that don't need electricity because there's no point during daylight and so there's no cost to that but they just look aesthetically beautiful and so yes we're trying to evolve to the the audience that we deal with i mean now certainly after the pandemic and on a bit is that um, people are eating in the street more Absolutely. Uh, into the night and yes. how fantastic to have yeah. something and, that, that enhances and you can that use more. simple lighting that's not Christmas lighting to make open spaces, mm. you know, and we call them safe areas as well. We've done a, um, a few schemes in deprived areas where they're just using simple lighting to make people feel safer. So it's not all about Christmas. The Christmas light switch, and you touched on this earlier, does draw in mm. the crowds to come and yeah. see it. You know, many, many, many um, switch on to either have a local celebrity or it's a civic occasion. Maybe the mayor or mayoress has come to do it, or they've got someone famous locally. You know, the shops are, as you say, mm. open. So it's increasing commerce, it's increasing yeah, football. And again, there's something that, as you touched on, not everybody can have that wonderful Christmas at home with the lights and the presents and, and to everything. Me, that's really, really key. And, the, and this is where council's helping, the, you know, that big difference in the community, that simple display yeah. to many families will be their Christmas. Because yeah, it's and not it just about the switch on, is it? No, I mean, it's there for a while. Oh, it's there for at least six yeah. weeks, isn't it? And, it? and it doesn't have to cost a lot. Can you tell us a bit about a buying and renting? Do you offer both of those opportunities? Yeah, we offer yeah. both. And as a, as a clerk, I would always advocate people to rent because we used to do a three-year scheme Year one, people go, wow, these are amazing. Year two, it's like, oh, yeah, it's likes we had the new last year. They're, they are, they're good, aren't they? By year three, it's like, oh, it's still those lights. So then year four, when you start a new three-year hire scheme, 
you're back to, oh, wow, look at these new lights. So I would always, I probably shouldn't say that working for the company, but again, it goes back to having been a clerk. I can share that with customers. It's so much easier as a clerk as well, because you've got storage costs if you own these things. Mm. And, and, And then you've got to replace the lights. And gradually, if you haven't got LED, you start replacing my LED and it's very costly. So we can. So ask, I think it's a much better route. It's, it's to so rent. much easier. So, so yeah. Catherine, I, I can ask on that then. So from the from the uh, accounts, the renting does sound very very attractive. I think most councils would probably want to do that. As Shelley's mentioned, the storage of those lights and the maintenance of those lights, you know, won't be cheap. You know, you know, not every council can store an, an array of lighting. So. From um, Blacher's aspect, you know, involvement here, that's end-to-end, isn't it? You'd come Completely. and... Do you do the risk assessment as well, or does the council have to do that, or can you advise them on that? Because I know that's something for streetlights, yeah, isn't testing. it? The stress <laughs> testing and so forth. Is that something... Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we offer end-to-end. So yes. we, we, we would install, we would store, we would check in between you know, mm. installations and takedowns we take down we have people there for the switch-ons um, we do use subcontractors for the installers because obviously if you think about the amount of schemes that we you know, put up every year we wouldn't have enough staff to be able to do that um, but yeah we can point people in the right direction for anything that we don't actually do but we're also the manufacturer so we cut out the middleman right and that really is key no I, th- I think again I think you know from a, a council's perspective, a specialist activity like Christmas lights needs commercial advice, doesn't it? It needs that level of involvement from the supplier. Because again, you know, a lot of councils might be tempted to go and buy something and then they're left with something that, that and it's quite a complex process. You know, you can't just wander up a street light, plug it in and uh, and off they go. There's probably a lot more involved to that. And blush, I presume, put them up and take them take Put them, them up, down, take do them the down, lot. whatever people yeah. need. And, and some people have their own contractors to do mm. that. That's fine too. They can just hire from us. Mm. Their contractors can pick them up. It's There's there's an answer but for everything. Many, op- many options, yeah. Yeah, many ways of doing that. So... You know, going all the way back, does the council care about the environment? Blacher can help them care a little bit more, can't they? You, you've got some options for them. Fantastic. That was Catherine Brown, who is a national sponsor of the SLCC, chatting to us about does your council care about the environment and how they can help you. Catherine, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.